fast you're going. What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman. Let's get the housekeeping out the way. Uh, let's do the Patreons first. We just got the uh, full crew members. We got Mr. Hoppy Hopperson. We have uh, Z Palmer, Miss Laura Stimson, Roy Spaulding, JoJo, Kaylee Norris, Natasha A., and the OG, Melissa Holstein. We appreciate every one of y'all, even the other ones that aren't full crew members. If uh, anybody's looking for some premium cigars, uh, want to send some as presents, go to mypatriotscigar.com, mypatriotscigar.com. Use the promo code MOTORCOP15, and you will get 15% off your order. If you order $100 or more, you will get free shipping. Uh, premium cigars. Go check them out. Also, y'all go like, subscribe, and review. Uh, check out the new website, www.motorcopchronicles.com. And uh, all the other links are in the bottom there also to the Etsy store and all that stuff like that. So, without further ado, we'll get started. Uh, of course, I am uh, no guest tonight, as usual. I do have an interview set up for uh, this Tuesday evening uh, some, with some police wives. So this ought to be uh, interesting. I'm going to talk about uh, how it is being married to a cop, law enforcement professional. What I do want to talk about tonight is... Uh, uh, so I guess it's more than a serious matter, not stories. What made me think about this was earlier today. I went and uh, to pick up my my food for the week. I've been doing uh, used to be Green Heart or something like that. Now it's called Freshers or something. Anyway, but it's pre prepared meals, uh, healthy. Uh, and I I've been going and buying uh Monday. Well, seven meals, breakfast, lunch, and supper. Put them in the microwave for a minute, minute and a half. You have a, a full meal, you know, with the right amount, well, you know, calories, and that's not bad for you. So I've been doing that. I think I've lost some inches around the midsection. Uh, I guess i got to get on a scale, too. That's off the subject. As I was walking out of the place, uh, I saw a guy. I've known this guy for uh, twenty years. I mean, I say, I say, uh, we're 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 friends, more of acquaintances, friends. You know, we never hung out or nothing with each other, but uh, fellow motor guys, been around each other for 
20, was good for 20 years. <clears throat> Unfortunately, this guy uh, is not in law enforcement anymore. And uh, it wasn't by his, uh, wasn't because uh, he wanted to be out. The reason I'm bringing this up is, uh, and I'm not saying no names. He, he had been, uh, he had a now, it's now a, a former girlfriend, fiance. I'm not sure which it was. We're just gonna go with girlfriend. Uh, anyway, she accused him of, uh, domestic violence and, stalking and all this stuff and uh so he ended up getting arrested he ended up losing his job losing his career his face was plastered all over the news and stuff like that of course you know the news media is all over it that's what they do But what happens is, uh, you know, is a couple months ago, so months go by or whatever, and uh, of course, you know, now she done retracted her statement, canned and whatever you want to call it, and uh, so, I mean, so, so there, there's, you know, all the charges end up getting dismissed. But the problem is at this point, so so now, I mean, basically, you know, you know she, she admitted, I guess, or whatever, she lied or whatever, but and, and they're not even to get, they got back together for a little bit, they're, they're not to get there anymore. So, uh, excuse me if I'm yawning, it's late, but I wanted to put something out. I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And this is a bit on my mind. And so, so basically, th- this guy's career is ruined, even though he never got, you know, convicted or even prosecuted for a crime. He's got that arrest. I mean, well, it shows he got arrested, but, it, I mean, everybody, you know, not too many agencies are going to touch him. And plus, then he got blackballed. So, I mean, it's unfortunate. The reason I'm talking about this is the news medias love to uh, throw all this stuff out when a cop gets accused of something. Okay. They basically have you guilty before you even get bonded out of jail. Damn near. But what the news media does not report on. Is when, excuse me, the charges get dropped or dismissed for this for any individual like that, because that's not going to get the clicks or whatever they want. So they basically throw it out there and say all this crap about somebody, and but when it comes finds out the person's name, they don't report on it. Don't report on it. I'm happy to. I'm happy to say, the guy seems to be doing fine. He's got a different job and a different career. He actually told me to come see him when I retire if I was interested. But this dude spent over twenty something years of his life, you know, as a cop. Now he, uh, I mean, he'll he'll never work in law enforcement again. I mean, he possibly could, but it, it'd be damn hard. 
Uh, and it just, I just wanted to throw that out there, saying, you know what I mean? So, when stuff breaks in the news, I do talk about it sometimes, but if y'all ever knew, some of the times I'm like, I, I'm not going to, I said, if th- if it did happen this way, it's bad or whatever. Or, But I like say, also say that uh, everybody needs to keep their calm and wait for the entire story to come out. Because a good chance when it first hits the news, it's from somebody's cell phone camera. And it's a 10-second clip of something that was a, over a half or an hour, an hour long ordeal. People need to kind of wait and hold back until they release the full footage, wait until the police body cam footage comes down. I know sometimes it takes a little while. But, you know, in some of these cases, people want to go, you know, loot and burn shit, and then it comes out. It's like, oh, well, the cops wasn't wrong, but we done burnt half the city down. So I just wish the news media would come back and say, yeah, hey, this guy didn't do nothing wrong. We want to apologize, you know, or whatever. Put that out. Just put that out. But they don't. They don't. Another thing I wanted to talk about was – uh and I've talked about it before, and I think, I guess it still bothers me so much that it needs to be, I think it needs, uh, uh, it's a big problem in law enforcement that I think needs to be rectified. And this can't be rectified through no admins or nothing like this. This 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 has to be rectified from the grunts, the people with boots on the ground, the street cops. Because all you hear, you have heard me Mentioned it, talked about it before. All you hear is, uh, you know, oh, the blue family, the thin blue line, yada, yada, yada. And the reason I make me think of that, too, is because of this guy, him not being in law enforcement anymore. The majority, uh, well, first of all, being, being in law enforcement is almost like being back in high school a lot of times. Maybe some of these bigger departments aren't like that. I don't know. Uh, like the big, big departments, like, I don't know, Los Angeles and New York. I, I don't know. But, you know, you work in a department, it's got, you know, 200 sworn people or whatever, or even less. You, you, everybody kind of almost knows everybody. I mean, I don't know everybody, but, I mean, I recognize faces. Like, I don't know a lot of the jailers and stuff like that. I can understand, like, New York was 35,000. There's no way to know everybody, but when somebody retires, especially retirees, uh, or uh, you leave law enforcement, or you switch departments, and it seems like some of the people that you work with totally forget who you are. And your mind, you might have been great friends with them. Cops, or law enforcement's notorious for that. Got a buddy of mine, he's been retired for a while. Uh, I talked to him at least a couple times a month. Uh, he said there's, out of everybody that he worked with, which was a lot, there's three of us that actually still talk to him. That's a shame. I try to, you know, People I worked with, I, I that I that I liked, was friends with. I tried to keep in touch. I mean, like I said, I was a sergeant at one point. I had guys working under me. I got guys that 
you know, I'm not with the department anymore. Hey, guys, I thought I was great friends with that, uh, you know, I haven't heard from. And I am got to the point where I, I used to call and just talk to check up on people and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? Um, I'm not going to waste my time continuing to call somebody. Either they don't answer, they don't call back, or they seem like they're too busy. And uh, I stopped calling. And uh, there's, <laughs> I can name on, on one hand from my former department of the people that will call and just chit-chat with me every now and then, whatever, you know. You know. But like I said, I, I used to make the effort but I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm, I don't beg anybody to wanna, you know, be friends with me or anything. The problem is, it's uh, like I said, especially with the retirees and stuff like that. And these guys dedicated their entire, you know, damn near their entire lives, you know, 25, 20, 30 years of their life to doing this profession. And uh, a lot of them work their butts off. And that's why I tell everybody, don't make this this job your life. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do. I'm guilty of it too. It's very hard to do because when you're not in it, and I'm sure some of these guys that do other podcasts probably, maybe they agree or disagree. Once you once you're out, uh, to me the way I am, once you're a cop, you're always a cop. Now if you do something illegal and stuff like that, and you end up going to jail, or you know breaking laws and stuff like that. No, you don't have the right to say you're always a cop. But these guys that retire and stuff like that, they're always a cop. And in their heart and their mind, they're still a cop. You youngsters, if y'all are out there listening, whatever, think about that. Think about dedicating, you know, 20, 30 years of your life doing something. And then when you leave, the people that are still there act like you never even existed, that you thought you were some of your friends. This is a culture in law enforcement that needs to change. And it's only that's going to have to change for the people on the streets working. Now, there's people that I used to work with that I wouldn't pick up the phone and call or do anything because I didn't like them. But these people I considered my friends, maybe maybe they just acted like they were my friends. I don't know. And I'm not calling them by all my names, but I, I very suddenly, I, I, you know, I stopped. Stopped. It's been a year. Uh, like I said, I'm just not going to do it. But especially you younger guys out there, y'all need to think about that. He worked with an older guy that retired and stuff. Just because somebody, or you worked with somebody that <clears throat> his own partner, I don't know, whatever body calls him. I mean, y'all are buddies. I mean, the guy you're working with, I mean, even if you're not in the same unit or whatever, I mean, when y'all eating lunch together, you know, a lot of times these guys you're working with know more about your family than anybody else does. And then when you just, when you're, they go to a different unit, different division, I mean, fuck, they just act like, you know, they got a new group of friends and they just forget who you are. And, I mean, <laughs> these are the guys that you were talking to and talking about, you know, a fight you had with your wife or something going on with your kids or death in your family. I mean, and then just to disappear. These guys did. I don't want to be hearing about the thin blue line. Because uh, trust me. It's thin. It's thin. It's very thin. It's fucking paper thin. 
I don't know, maybe I'm maybe something's wrong with me, but I guess I maybe I'm built different. Because, you know, once I have friends, I have friends. You know, free bird, uh host terror box, whatever. I'm the type of friend you called me at two o'clock in the morning and woke me up and you needed me to come help you with an emergency doing something, I'm just gonna get up and get dressed and go help you. Like I posted on my Facebook. I said, I'm not that friend might kind of call you every day. But I might come to him a friend if you call and ask me to be there and won't be there. Because I'm, that's why I have a very small group of, of friends. Because I expect, if you're friends with me, I expect the same damn thing out of you. It's just like a marriage to me. If we're friends, we ain't got to spend every waking minute together. We don't have to talk on the phone every day. We haven't done that. I got my little select group. I know if shit hits the fan and I call them, they're going to come. Hell, Holster would jump into the damn car. Right now, if I called him and said, I need you down here now, and not even ask me why, and just get in his car and come down here. Vice versa. If it's an emergency. And he's 12 hours away. That's a friend. I think law enforcement is more, of a, more full of acquaintances that claim to be friends. Yeah, a lot of them will have you back on the street, but I mean, how much do they have you back? How many people do you actually trust? Think about it while you're at work. How many cops do you know that you work with that you always watch what you say around them? I mean, we know they got snitches and ass kissers and stuff like that. But you just watch every single word you say around them. How many of them is it? I bet you when you see sit down and think about it, there's a whole lot more of them like that than there's ones that you could you could tell anything to and basically they're not they're not gonna nobody else will ever if you say, Look, this is between me and you, it will stay between me and you. You ain't going to go home. You ain't going to tell your buddy. You ain't going to tell your wife. You ain't going to tell nobody else. It's just it's going to be me and you until you go to your grave or you decide to tell other people. How many people do you actually trust like that? That you work with, even law enforcement. How many other cops you trust like that? Because that's the type of people I like to surround myself with. Fortunately, especially nowadays with the younger group, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying these y'all. They got some great young guys out there. I'm just saying I watch what I say. I don't say nothing to nobody that if they run and go tell the captain, major, the sheriff himself, that I wouldn't say to him myself. And that's how you got to be nowadays. Because, I mean, I've been burned before. But if you're in law enforcement, it don't matter what type of job it is. How many people you work with that you could just say anything, you could tell them anything, and you know for a fact it's not going to go nowhere. Nowhere. Not going to tell another friend. Or it's not going to go nowhere. How many friends do you have out there like that? 
you know, you come to me and tell me you're going to hurt yourself or something like that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to try to help you. We're going to do something to try to get you help or whatever. I'm not going to run the administration unless I think that's my last resort. But I'm just telling if you come to me and say, man, you know, just whatever. As long as it's not, you know, it, that's just the way it is. You got this uh, rat culture now, I guess. I don't know. But so so they can holler. And I put stuff in my background that's a thin blue line. But when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And I know how I act. I tell people all the time, you've only got a couple things in this world. Your word's one of them. Once, once you break your word to people, you lose that. That's it. Don't don't mess up how people perceive you. Oh, so and so they'll they if they tell them a story, they're gonna embellish, they're gonna make something up on it or something like that. I can guarantee you every story I've ever told to every one of y'all on here has been the complete truth as much as I can remember it. And I didn't add anything to it. I'm not gonna embellish a story to make it more dramatic or feel good or gross or nothing like that. I'm not going to do it. Like I said, I got a very, very small group. Because, uh, I mean, everything is all about loyalty. If you're out there, if you're in law enforcement especially, you have a buddy. This is also thing about if you have if you have somebody you know you work with and they're having some issues I say mentally I say they get put on leave or something to go get some help maybe they're feeling you know suicidal uh, maybe something else going maybe they're having a little alcohol issue something like that I'll tell you what it takes more of a it takes more of a man and excuse me, ladies, I'm trying to take you all, but it takes more of a man to admit. Say, yeah, man, I, I, I'm an alcoholic. I need help and stuff like that. I ain't got nothing for respect for a man like that because it takes a hell of a man to admit when he's wrong or needs help to go do something, okay? It takes more courage and everything just, just to do that for a man. So, you know, I got a lot, and I know some guys like, oh, man, man, the ones that grumble and want to talk behind their back, fuck that. That dude's got courage to admit it and then go do something about it and fix himself. I mean, how many people in law enforcement uh, suffer from uh, post-traumatic stress or, or even admit it? You do this shit long enough. You don't have. If you don't end up having sleepless nights or, or nightmares or, or flashbacks or something like that, and then you haven't done nothing in your career. I used to have it bad for a while. Very bad. Uh, that's why you know. Everybody, a lot of people don't like traffic. I love 
I'm a traffic cop. Now, I don't deal with a lot of the stuff I used to have to deal with. But some shit, I can be watching something on TV and something, you know, trigger an old memory, something, something that you ain't thought about in here. Those people, if you see that, it seems like in the law enforcement culture, still, they will. Y'all, y'all, I'm not saying you shun this person, but law enforcement, street cops, I'm not talking them and I'm talking everything street level, will will shy away, shun, don't want nothing to do with him, talk shit behind his back. You know a guy who's going through a divorce, have a few little thoughts. They put him on, uh, put him on some little, uh, little medical leave so he can get himself the help he needed, you know, which puts... That's nice. They didn't just run them off. But this person said, out of everybody he worked with from all them years, I was the only one that called and contacted him to make sure he was doing okay and, and, and making it. Be that guy, people. Because maybe one day, that you know, that guy you're talking shit about or not talking to you because maybe he's got an issue he's working through or something like that, that might be you one day. You want all your buddies not to call and check on you? It's a bad, it, it, and it's a thing in law enforcement. I'm, I'm telling you, I've been around it too much. I've seen it. I've had people, man, why don't you call and check on him, man? He, he's, on, he's on psych leave. You know what? I mean, it could have been me at one point. Could be you one day. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to him. I worked with this guy. I know this guy's family. I know this guy's kids. Watch these, you know, some of these people's kids that I've worked with, you know, since they were like kids in grade school and they're they're getting married and stuff now. How can you, you know, how can you not want to check on you somebody like that? That that's family. Treat them like family. Because that thin blue line is really thin. It's paper thin. You can see through it. It needs to be darker. It needs to be solid. It needs to be able to hold up the weight of, weight of the family. Find then you can wear all the thin blue line shit you want. Get all the tattoos you want. All that shit. Talk is talk. Talk is talk. Bullshit walks. If you if you want to be on the line, walk the line. Be that line. Support it. Support the people that are on there or in there with you. And this is all street level people. Screw admin. We know what they're going to do. Them retired guys, call and check on them. Because I guarantee you a lot of them retired guys, you hear a lot about retired cops killing themselves and stuff like that. Yeah, I bet you part of it is it feels like they done lost a lot of part of their family. At least people they thought they were friends with. Because nobody calls and checks on them. It's like they never existed once they retire. Once they turn in, you know, once they hang up that duty belt, it's like they, it's like you're just gone. There's a whole new generation out there of cops that I, an old department I used to work with. I don't even know who they are anymore because I'm not there, but don't remember uh, some of these other guys. Like that one guy I talked about, called him King. 
been there quite a few years now. One of the best freaking cops I ever knew. I love that dude to death. I was thinking about the other day. I've got a lot of friends I've lost. From natural causes to unnatural causes. But and don't think but you know what and these new cops that are out, it's been long enough. They they don't know they they may hear a name every now and then, but they don't know this person. That helped build that department that it is now from what it used to be. Because I know. I was there when it wasn't. But these, these kids now, they don't know. So the older cops need, need to remember that. Check on people. Like I said, check on them retired guys. Don't want to make, make assumptions when, you know, another cop gets arrested. Let's wait for the whole story to come out. Before we just automatically, oh yeah, fuck him. Now if he did, if he did it. If he did it, yeah, fuck him. Well, let's not jump to conclusions. We need to support each other. Because nobody else is going to do it. Got the wives. Got some supporters out there, but not the majority. We got enough people that don't like us. We don't need to not like each other. We need to support each other. Because admin is not going to have you back 90% of the time. I work for a great administration. But most administrations aren't. They're worried about getting reelected or how they're going to look. Period. So, that's, I guess, my rant. I think I kept it clean, too. Uh, I know it wasn't a funny episode or nothing like that. But, uh, I'm telling you, I start thinking about some of these things uh, sometimes. And I'm just glad I have a platform where I can get off my chest. I don't know if y'all agree with me or not, but this paper thin blue line needs to be reinforced and it starts at the bottom. Street cops got to look out for each other. Stop trying to stab each other in the back. Got too many of that, that much of that going on now, too. Stop, stop trying to, you know, run. Oh, so-and-so, you know, he didn't, he, he tried to do this. You stop fucking just, unless they're like just totally breaking the law and going to get people hurt and killed or violating people's civil rights. Stop going to admin trying to rat to get yourself some rank. Because trust me, other guys out there know what you're doing. People know what you're doing. You might think you're slick, but they you, we know. They know. Because if you got to suck, if you got if you got to do stuff to uh, to get ranked and move up, you you don't deserve it. You want to make rank and move up, go out there and bust your butt to to give them one hundred ten percent and do a great freaking job. Get it from your own recognition, not because whose butt you were kissing, whose desk you were under. So I could go on for another like that. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Let's start off on something else. I ain't going to do it. Sorry. All right. Well, not like a super long one, but I was able to get that off my chest. I don't know. Let me know what y'all think about it. Send an email or something. Let me let me know what y'all think about, you know, what I was talking about. Do y'all think, think I'm wrong? Do y'all think the thin blue line is thick enough? Or do you think it's paper thin? Trust me, I'm so happy I ended up being a cop. I love my profession. But the, some of the stuff in the profession needs to be fixed. And it's going to start. The stuff that I want to see fixed will be at the bottom, not the top. Uh, so, 
like I said, hit me up with an email. Let me let know what y'all think or whatever. Uh, you can go to the website and, and send something in there. They got a, you know, someplace they were on over there on, on there. You can write an email and send it to me. And uh, other than that, I guess I'll see y'all Wednesday. Hopefully I'll be writing some tickets tomorrow. Uh, I'll see y'all Wednesday night on the live show. Y'all come check it out if you haven't been on it. And uh, y'all stay safe out there. Kind of remember what I said and uh, take care of each other. All right. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things.